And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello and welcome to 100 Watts and a Wire. My name is Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel, and this is the intersection of life and amateur radio. A good evening if you are joining us at any time live on YouTube. That's how we stream it out on Sundays, 6 o'clock Central. Everybody listening is welcome to join us. Jump in the chat, make a new friend, ask a question if you like, and uh, we invite you here all the time, every week. Oh, we got some wacky audio happening. We got an... All right. What? I don't know, man. I don't know. I hear something coming back at me. I'm going to start fighting. I'm going to turn and swing. Happy Hanukkah to anybody, our brothers who uh, and sisters, who may uh, be celebrating Hanukkah. And uh, Scotty's here also. He is KC3BXN. He's joining me today. People are saying, listen, you bald some of my butt. Where is Sidecar Steve? Another negotiation? Isn't it an every three-month negotiation with him? It is holiday time, and he uh, is traveling and uh, spending time with his family. So there you go. He could not join us tonight because family first. And uh, Scotty's here with me. We're going to be uh, hanging and talking about some things with you, and you're welcome to drop a question if you have any. Say hello in the chat, and of course, listening. Come around Sundays at 6 o'clock. We'll take your questions from Discord, Facebook. We even have the Zoomy Roomy. Ooh. I haven't come up with a good name for that, but the 100 Watts and Wire Zoom Room. Last week, during the live coverage of the Sunday Evening Net, I got a surprise. I think they call it the Zoom Bomb. <laughs> And I let somebody in Hello. thinking it was a, a lady. It, it had a name, you know, like a lady. And I was like, a lady? Could this be a first? And wouldn't you know, I let the people in. Next thing you know, I see the, I see a, a BBC and like a, a, a little <laughs> little man came running across with his junk out. And I'm thinking, where do we go from here? This, I was kind of like, this is wild. I got caught up in like, who would do this? And meanwhile, it's just... So I don't know, man. I I would I would love. I mean, it's great for teach their own. I I just don't think that that's what was happening on the other end of that call. It was like a movie or something wacky. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, the link for the Zoom is in the uh, description if you want to join us live. That kind of thing. That's pretty cool if you'd like to. Uh, let's see. We might take some questions from there as well. We usually spill over into some live uh, coverage of the 100 Watts in a Wire Sunday evening net. That's 7 o'clock Central Time, and it's a different stream for you uh, who are here. We'll end this for our podcast listeners and jump on to a different stream. So uh, this week, this has been one of those things, man. I worked for part of the week, and they got, like, I don't know, my mother used to say, you can't get blood from a turn upon, something like that. <laughs> I think my work tried to get blood straight up out of me. We did, like, a pretty hefty uh, six-day work week, bunch of events, a big gospel fest, which was really cool. I thought of you, Scotty. I thought he would probably appreciate this because it was uh, – it was just a lot, big choirs, you know, we had mics and big choirs, we had a band playing with the choir, it was rocking, and gospel's known to be hot, as we say in the business, I mean, it's hot, elevated, the uh, sound is is uh, loud. It's intense. It is it's loud intense. And, and intense, so uh, I, I thought of you on, uh, I guess it was last Saturday, 
Those big sessions are a lot, a lot of fun to work when you have to be choir, you got the band, you got the, the Hammond organ, the Leslie cabinets, the speakers oh. are twirling and everyone's just rocking out. We didn't so get they're that. a lot of fun. We didn't get that. Uh, that would have been really cool, but they, it was just a really cool experience. And then a few days before that, we had a quick turn or turnover, which was the hard part because, you know, we're not a big, big theater like the Fox theater and, you know, St. Louis or in Atlanta, there's a Fox, you know, whatever's big in where you live, we're not that. So we had a Christmas jazz type concert, variety show, comedians. And by the end of the weekend, man, I was like, whew, don't even really remember last week's show except for <laughs> the BBC and the little man's jump. And the little, and the little guy. Like he was like wiggling like, hey, check this out. I was like, what in the hell? Okay, all right. Oh, so, man. if you join us on Zoom, please put your name and your call sign so we know that that's actually a ham. Stay muted. Raise your hand on the thingy, and I'll bring you in. It's not a big deal. It's just, man, I, I got tricked, and I could see how that would work. I should have known. Like, there's no women. There's point zero one percent women in this audience, right? It the demographic is like forty to, you know. 70 or whatever or more 75 whatever it may be not one lady not even a little lady and i was like hey this is the one lady this is the point zero one lady no nope. what are the chances what are the chances that <laughs> she'd actually be watching and want to like participate in the show uh-oh where's that button <laughs> where do you get the abort button okay luckily i didn't have it up on the screen that would have been a whole a whole different stream Good Lord. YouTube anyway. would have categorized you into a whole whole different uh, realm there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they would just shut you down. So you got to be careful with that kind of stuff, man. Uh, with that. You could just hear it. You could hear it, which was in itself crazy enough. If you're really curious, you could go back to last week's net stream toward the end. I let in the caller. I let him in. It was God, God nutty. Anywho, but since... Uh, <laughs> Literally. Yeah, for real, for real. It was absolutely nuts. I wish you could see it. Like, I, I wish I could give that to you, like, as a gift. Like, you should see this now. It's like I've seen, I've been to a special place that only certain people have seen, and I couldn't share that with you guys. Like, the camera is gone. Put it out as a zoom as a zoom bomb calendar, like go along with the uh, pooping pooches. Get bent on that. Yeah, we'll get bent on that. To uh, yeah, that was a uh, pretty nasty and fun. All the same. So that was cool. So like I came home and I'm like, you know, it took me a little bit of time to like deflate and kind of regroup. And, you know, you just burnt. I wouldn't say I was burnt out, but I was definitely fried and needed a couple of days. So I've been listening to a lot of radio and dreaming of making another antenna. It's This is how you know that there's a slight addiction to the ham radio hobby. Is that I I ended up making two of these double bazookas for 20 meters, put them up, and the temperatures have slowly like got lower and lower and lower and lower. It's 26 right now, which isn't terrible. We're going to get a week like from no other. Like, I mean, you know, just like the first real cold is coming this week. I'm talking minus temperatures coming we're gonna get snow maybe five inches on thursday we may get a white christmas because the snow won't melt in time around here which will be kind of cool but uh so i was thinking today and i'm, I'm poking around on the discord because i'm off now you know i'm on vacation 
I'm like, I should probably get myself some more coax. I need more coax. I need it. I need it. I need it. I'm looking around. I found an old roll of 213. This is the coax you do not need to be making uh, antennas out of. It's like a dollar a foot or something. And I'm like, this feels like it could be 87 feet. I need 87 feet to make an 80 meter uh, double bazooka. And I'm thinking... 213 this would be really heavy but you don't have any rg8 man you should probably uh go measure it and i run outside it was 19 degrees and it comes up about 75 feet i'm like yeah okay i was kind of hoping and i had to bite the bullet and i got some rg8 i ordered it should be here and i'm thinking i got to get something ready to cook up while i'm stuck in the house like uh the snow's going to come. It's going to ice up. The day it'll melt. It'll turn. It'll get cold again. So weather's been nutty. You guys have had some weather though, haven't you? You got didn't you get some slushy stuff this week or the chance of? Yeah, we had a, we had a little bit of uh, freezing rain that came through. Um, Western Maryland got uh, I think some places got upwards of a half an inch of accumulated um, freezing rain and ice. Um, but we have a we have a potential winter. Uh, storm coming end of this week so we may have a wet christmas as well and our temp not quite a negative temperatures but the end of the week we'll be down in the in the low teens for our low temps so it's gonna get chilly i bet you get this thing we get i because my brother's back east also so he's still back there and um so every couple of like two days after we get something you guys may get that very same weather it kind of happens that way so thursday we're gonna get it i wonder if like Sat Friday night or Saturday morning. Is that when they're talking about you getting something? Yeah. Yep. So this could be five to seven. It may be downgraded again. They don't know what they're talking about. I don't believe any of it until like the night before. And even then, they've been wrong. So Yeah, they're just they're grasping at straws. I should have went to school for that. Want to say uh, hello to Mark. He's uh, joining us here. Big Ben, uh, Big ben is here. Uh, he's KX4TQ. He's an enabler. He was like, yep, you got to buy that. Don't forget about tape and connectors. I'm like, oh, oh man, he's right. <laughs> get the coax seal. Got to get everything. You got to get everything. Got to get it right. Here's this thing. He's been looking around for these T pieces also, the, the center pieces that provide support uh, for the double bazooka. If you're listening to this and they're like, what's the big thing about the double bazooka? Sidecar Steve made this video on how to make one, right? And the people who are watching it are trying to do it. Now, I know a couple, maybe three, 10 meters that I know of for sure. You're one of them, Scotty. And um, who else tried to make a 10 meter today? I think, uh, I think Ben. I think Mark, Mark's built it. a, uh, he just finished up a, a 10 meter double bazooka as well. So, you know, people are trying to make them and doing their own version of them, which is really cool. And I've been talking to Jim in New Mexico, who's got a 3D printer, and he's looking at recreating some sort of tea. And, and I'm like, this is cool, man. This is, uh, this is a lot of fun. But uh, I'm looking to make some antennas. It's almost too cold to hang them. Like, I, I don't know about you guys, but I work kind of bare hands a lot. I'm dealing with the rope, and I'm like, yeah, I got to feel that rope, or it's going to go zoop through my gloves, 50 feet comes to a crash. Uh, so it's been so cold that my hands are like, don't do it, dude, don't do it. Get back inside, make something. And then when it's nice, do it, you know, and I'm off. So I'm going to be making an antenna, and I'm trying to get ambitious and try to do an 80 meter, because I've got a normal dipole up for 80 meters I'd like to see. 
what I can do with a double bazuzu on 80 meters. And it's going to be a lot of, I'll be all twisted up. I'll, I'll have all kinds of braid. You got I'll the record. space, man. Put it up. I, I do. I just got to stay organized, you know, and keep things right. If I get too many, all this 40 some feet of uh, coax at my feet, you know, I got to be real neat. Like Steve was teaching us. He's got everything laid out and it looked real nice. Doesn't always work that way for me. I got stuff on the floor. It's like, oh, what end is that? No, don't do that. Don't cut that end. Uh, Ricardo's here. He's in paradise. Uh, what's your temperature there, Ricardo? I wonder. He's in Florida. Frank Gonzalez is here. Uh, let's see. He's got a question about Winlink. Some people probably do. We can maybe get to that this evening and talk about Winlink. I bet you Scotty's got some information on that. Uh, Kyle is here. Michael is here. Hello, guys. It's great to see you. Uh, Uncle Paul is here as well. Brad, uh, Big Don, and Mark. Uh, so uh, D. Wispy is also here. Jim, we talked about him uh, earlier. And for PLS and uh, all that's good. So let's get into some topics. Uh, I want to do something a little different now. I I noticed that they, I, I had a topic on hand a couple of weeks ago, and next, the next thing we know, we dropped this double bazooka video, and then the show became the double bazooka. I'm like, ah, I hate putting these labels on. Next thing you know, talk about something else. So we're going to talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Scotty and Steve will bring topics. I'll bring some topics. Bada bing. First one up. Um, I guess we'll talk about it. It was from TikTok. Maui Belt. I don't know if you're here, Maui Belt. I don't know your name, except for Maui Belt. But he asked, <laughs> we talked a little bit about phonetics on the TikTok, and he had a question. He was working the 10-meter con, uh, contest, and he noticed, I think he's a newer ham, and it's a, it's a worthy discussion because phonetics can get a little funny with people, how they act with them if you don't use the proper phonetics. There's different phonetics in different parts of the world. We'll focus on... Uh, the United States uh, here, but he he was hearing instead of sugar or Sierra, he was hearing sugar and some other th sort of things. And uh, he was wondering what I was using to get through. And uh, you know, I I made this TikTok video and just talking about I I generally use the proper phonetics, which you know, the ones we hear, use here on stateside. But if I'm working like a station in Japan or, you know, someplace in South America and Sierra doesn't come off well or my signal's not making it, you know, I will use sugar. And I've heard that from the radio. And I sometimes use Tokyo for tango. Uh, so I can be Sugar Tokyo Hotel. And I don't know, it makes it a little clearer for some people around the world. And... Um, you know, there are different phonetics. There's a Navy phonetics. We use proper. I always use proper. And in times of emergency, of course, you only use proper phonetics. People get really upset if you don't. Now, in a rag chew situation, though, you're on a, a little watering hole somewhere on 75-meter phone. You're just uh, breaking balls with your buddies. Maybe I become... King Zero Shake the House or <laughs> Stairway to Heaven or, you know, whatever it is. But uh, generally speaking, I always use the proper phonetics. Scotty, uh, your brother is interesting watching your brother now coming coming up. Does he have that sort of, because uh, this was a newer ham, and I think the newer ham stick to learning those. That was enough for me. I'm like, I'm going to go through this and learn. 
Any thoughts on uh, phonetics and contrasting and that sort of stuff? Yeah, so I guess the uh, the NATO phonetic is the I guess kind of the uh, the, the military phonetics that the the U.S. uses, the Alpha Bravo, um, and uh, and that's what I learned when I I've only been doing ham radio just a little little less than ten years, um, but I was uh, I was noticing that uh, that as well. There's you see the the sugar, and then um, they're using the countries or city names. Uh, I did a little I was doing a little reading on it not too long ago, and uh, there's a um, there was a ham out in California in the '60s. He used to teach CW on on the on the air. He'd get on there, and uh, somebody have has made a, a whole collection of his recordings from from way back in the late '60s. I forget, I forget his call sign. Um, I'm I'm sure he's a silent key by now. Um, but he was using the the old military phonetics that I learned, and his this was the uh, the able and and mm. and, um, and sugar um, and. Uh, and I hear that I hear that from time to time on the air still. So, so it's kind of the pre-NATO phonetics that the military used back in the '50s and '40s, um, and then uh, mixed with the uh, the current NATO phonetics, which is the, the one that I guess we're most familiar with these days. And then a lot of DX stations I noticed they'll they'll uh, they'll tend to use uh, not non-NATO phonetics, um, and uh, so we hear a lot of the the country. You know, or, or stuff like Radio America and stuff like that. It's right, sort right. Of non, non-standard uh, phonetic. So, I don't know. I've been listening long enough now where I, it's, I kind of, my ears kind of tuned in for all of the variations that I've heard, all the kind of usual suspects for, for, for R's and, and, uh, and such, and S's and things like that. So, it doesn't, doesn't really throw me off too much. And I find myself now, especially in a contest, I got November at the end of my call and I find myself using Norway now because a lot of, a lot of, a lot of contesters will use that for N shorter, use faster to get out. Um, and I find myself doing that during contests. It's kind of subconsciously. Yeah. I think I picked up sugar just listening to guys. In different parts of the world, it seemed to be that's what they were able to hear. They would make it out, you know. So if I can make the contact that way, cool. But generally, I'm I'm all about straight phonetics. And I said Navy. It is NATO. Sorry, I I misspoke. I got a lot. <laughs> of, I got a lot of problems. Well, look at that, Scotty. We've already run into a, oh, a this week in history. Yeah, it just goes to talk too much. I think I've been talking too much. But your thoughts on phonetics, you can uh, drop them, drop us a line. You can drop them in the chat tonight. Remember, listening to the podcast, you can uh, join us 6 o'clock Central Time as we live record this and live stream it out to YouTube. You're welcome to join us and participate. Give us your thoughts on phonetics. I'm, I'm a bit of a purist on that, but I do have sometimes in a small group small group with the, yeah with a little person running around the little person it's big bbc i don't even think of the broadcast network anymore it's uh i'm totally ruined by that thank you zoom thank bomber, you, zoom bomber. <laughs> thank you zoom bomber bbc is no longer a broadcast network Let's see what happened. This is interesting. This month, the transistor turned 75. It was born in New Jersey in 1947, much like Uncle Paul, November 2 Hotel Yankee Golf, Walter Brayton, and John Bardeen of Bellphone, I mean, Bell Telephone Laboratories were responsible for the transistor. They were not responsible for Uncle Paul, but 
Happy birthday to Uncle Paul. He's uh, he's a new he's a Christmas Eve baby, I believe. He might be in the chat tonight, so he also will be turning a big one. If you want to tell him, Uncle Paul, you tell him how old you're going to be. I'm not going to touch it. December 16th, 1925, the dynamic loudspeaker was born. Invented by Chester Rice and Edward Kellogg, electrical engineers at General Electric. And on December 24th, 1906, Fessenden, is that right? den transmits the first voice and music broadcast. So that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Good stuff. All right. Big one. Uncle Paul, how old are you going to be, brother? Let him know. Uh, he's, he's mentioned it in the Discord. I don't think he's, you know, he's keeping a secret or anything like that. But uh, I don't want to be the one who spills the beans. Me neither. Now, oh, I know this close, this close to the holidays can't be no kind of action happening in the month of December in terms of events. Am I right again, Scotty? Not quite. Swing and a miss. Oh, that's not good. So I can't believe that. A couple little events. Uh, not much going on. Not too much going on, but there is a few uh, few special event stations happening. There's uh, the uh, CW QRS Christmas activity. This is a CW event goes on uh, for eight days from December 24th through the 31st, hosted by the CW QRS Telegram group uh, out of Italy. Um, we also have, uh, as most uh, most folks will will know, the Santa Net is is rocking uh, every evening uh, on three dot nine one six at seven seven uh, seven p.m. I guess that's uh, in the Eastern time. Um, and then uh, December twenty fourth, the Motor City Radio Clubs having their ninetieth anniversary uh, events. Uh, Whiskey Eight Mike, Romeo Mike. Out of Inkster, Michigan, they'll be hosting uh, a, a special event station for their uh, for their club's 90th birthday. Well, well, they still do have some things. Inkster, Michigan. That's, that's never not familiar. I know I've never been there. Never been there, but it sounds kind of cool. I wonder why they came up with that name. We'll have to look that up. We'll figure that out. And we got some uh, other phonetic feedback coming up. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. We'll let you know if you find value in 100 Watts in a Wire, you can support the content and the community you enjoy by visiting buymeacoffee.com slash 100 watts. It's as easy as buying a cup of coffee or consider the benefits of a monthly contribution. Our dipole level, people seem to like that one a lot. That's a dollar an episode. One dollar an episode, just four dollars a month. It's cheaper than a real cup of coffee, by the way. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash 100 watts today. And thank you. We want to thank Dave, Whiskey Zero Tango Kilo X-Ray. He's the latest. He's the latest to become a member, and we appreciate that. And uh, we have learned now that uh, Uncle Paul will turn 75, 75 years old. So that is awesome. Uh, Ricardo says, I always have a problem saying Oscar due to my accent and voice tone. Many hear Alpha. Also, my birthday was two days ago, same day as the loudspeaker. Happy birthday, Ricardo. That's awesome. Let's see here. Victory DP. Sometimes certain phonetics seem to be received easier. Japan, Juliet. 
but for standardization, NATO is better. I knew you guys would have some feedback. James says, growing up listening to him, W2NZH, Whiskey 2, Nancy, Zebra, Henry. Okay. I get it, man. I get it. You know, the standard phonetics are the ones that the people love, and it's one of those ones you might get punched in the bar. Can you imagine the energy spent on being so upset over the phonetics? But I, I do feel in the position of the show, like, what do you mean? Zebra. It's zebra. It's not zebra at all. It's Zulu. Punch. Um, anyway, I forgot what I was going to say about that. But uh, Todd says the standard phonetics are what they are because they st- of the sounds they make. Cuts through noise better, at least to my knowledge. So there you go. So a lot of people do have some opinions on the phonetics. I'm not tripping on that. But again, in case cases of emergency, you want to use your proper phonetics. Don't try to be cute. Um, when it's uh, much needed. Okay. Now, uh, our friend Don, who uh, works with us, you know, he's on the team. He's on Team 100. You guys can be on Team 100, too. If you want to try running a net, you want to be a net control station, drop us a line. We'll put you in the game. We can do that. That's how we got Don. That's how I uh, I approached Paul. I heard Paul in the air, and he's got his testicles dragging all the way across to the west coast like what the hell that guy is awesome fortitude yeah now he's uh he's a net control operator he kicks off seven o'clock central time on sundays we kick off the net and um if you want to try it we can uh we can work it out it's always good to have uh some backup net control operators now just as i say that sunday is christmas day it's a little tricky. We're going to downgrade things to a gathering of the willing because that's sort you know, and my wife was like, so what do you got going on Sunday night? Are you still going to do the show? And I'm like, nah, I think we'll just rest the horses and rest the net. But I don't want to pull the plug completely on the radio side because what happens, I found in my experience, is that your family might make you just a little bit crazy and you may have to run down into the basement or wherever your shack is. Maybe they don't make you crazy. Maybe you just need a break. And people want to get on the air. They do that sometimes. And actually, some people don't have family to visit, and they get on the air. So instead of doing a proper net next Sunday night at 7 and a show next week at 6, we will do a gathering of the willing if you want to come and hang out. And anybody can host a gathering of the willing. Just post on our socials where you are, what band and frequency, and people will come for sure. So uh, that's what's happening uh, next weekend. That's a programming note for you. If you have a question uh, about life or anything, even the build, comment about trying to build um, the double bazooka, the video, a topic suggestion. Are you struggling with anything? Let us know. Drop it in there. And uh, we will talk all about it. Now, speaking of uh, Don and the net, I I started there a little bit ago, but Don posted earlier this week, and I know how he feels because I don't want to paraphrase. I I bet you saw this on the Discord because Scotty's in it. It's sort of this back room, back room chat going on here. And Don uh, was considering a call sign change, you know, and he was thinking about it. And I can tell, you know, I thought about it, and I actually I have done it. I've dropped a letter from a call sign. I used to be Kilo Delta Zero, Sierra Tango Hotel. And I don't even know why I did it, Scotty. Like, I, I was like, um, 
when I did it, I felt like I needed to change it for some reason. I got it, it came in, and I was like, yeah, I don't know, it's kind of long. And I'm thinking, oh, uh, here, I kept hearing, all, there was all these outside influences talking about, oh, what is it, the uh, the uh, Morse code, you know, they wanted a real short one, and one that sounds good when you're banging out. I'm like, yeah, I need a short one too, man. I need a short one too when I'm banging out C-dub. <laughs> that never happened, and you know, like, but I did look at it. I did look at it, and uh, he seemed to be on that track. Like, you know, maybe I want to explore. What do you guys think? And there was some kind of going back and forth. And to paraphrase what I told him was that uh, it's such a personal thing. You know, it, it isn't not. I don't think our call signs define us, right? They're still sort of owned by the C, uh, FCC, and you kind of. You know, you get issued this thing, and you can change it at any time. But some people hold on to them, and I've changed mine. I took the D out, and I can't imagine now that I would change it unless I wanted to go completely off the grid, right? And I would just be like, I don't want anybody to find me ever again. But uh, it's such a personal decision that, you know, only I think the the operator can make it. You know, if you find something out there that rings your bell, go for it. And I remember when I was applying to change mine, right, from KD0STH to K0STH, there was another one in um, Maryland. And I'm thinking, you know what? I'm from Baltimore. It's a three. It was like a whiskey three. It was sexy as hell. It was a whiskey three. <laughs> you know, like whatever it was, it was four. It was a one by two. And I went for it at the time. And I had been on Ham Nation like five times, you know, and I wasn't getting caught up. I wasn't tripping on like, you know, nobody cares. That's the thing. That's the, that's the thing <laughs> I put on. <laughs> nobody gives a flying ass what you do with your call sign. And I, you know, I think there is part of it like, ah, oh, you know, because Don mentioned it. I don't want to just give Don a hard time at all, at all. But, you know, he was like, people are starting to know, you know, from the net. I do the net. It's kind of, you know, kind of associated with me. And I, and I was kind of like that with Ham Nation. I was like, yeah, KD0 is in a marquee, man. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I was like, yeah, man. I was like, yeah, man. They just, I, made it. <laughs> I made it to the big mothership, the big one. And nobody cares. Nobody cares, man. Nobody. And so anyway, I did apply for this Whiskey 3. I can't remember what the other ones were, but they were. Just, it was like cool. It, it read well. It was cool phonetics. And I'm like, I'm going to go for this. And I'm going to go for K0STH. And, of course, the way it went down was K0STH. But there was a moment, man. I applied for it. And I would have been cool either way in that moment. I probably might regret it. Because I've also heard that, too. And I want to let you chime in on this. But I've heard some guys talk about they let it go. They let their call sign go. And then they want to get it back. You know what I mean? Like they had, they had remorse. So uh, if you're here and you want to share some stories about your call sign, your thoughts on car sign, love you, Don. I'm not, uh, I'm not breaking your balls at all. It just came up today, uh, this week in discussion. So I figured I'd bring it up. Scotty, uh, is this the call sign you were issued? Did you change anything? Uh, didn't change anything. This was the the call sign I was issue, issued in Kilo Charlie Three Bravo X Ray November. Um, I did uh, actually not too when I when I got my extra uh, over the summer. 
I did uh, consider dropping the Charlie for a, I've looked up K3 BXN uh, was available and I thought about it for a minute and that uh, would, uh, you know, it was kind of Kilo 3 Bravo X-Ray November is kind of cool, but uh, I've, I've received a lot of gifts with my original call sign and, um, and then uh, the more I thought about it, the more I decided just to stick with the, with the Kilo Charlie. Um, but yeah, that was the, uh, the issued call sign for me. I did look up a couple um, one by twos, and the, but those are those are difficult difficult to obtain. There was a, I mean, there was one here I remember when I was looking, and I felt like I was in the market. You know, I'm like, I'll change. You know, I'll make a change. You know, and again, now I'm totally comfortable with this. It's been a long time. I'm cool with it. I, I dig it now. I like it more than than ever, maybe. Uh, but, they, you know, you look at those things and what's coming up, and each month, I think, I haven't done it in years, but each month something new would be coming up. And I think there was like and, a, like K0SL, you know, or St. Louis. It looked like St. Louis. It almost looked like Keishi in a way, you know, these kind of, and they, they're very tempting, you know, these kind of short call signs are pretty sexy. And then there's another one that's like, you know, my call sign was issued to me. You know what I mean? There is no, I'm the only owner of it. I hope one day maybe my kids will pick it up. I don't know what will happen. It'll probably just go to, to the dust uh, or whatever. But some of those uh, vanity call signs, they've been around. You know what I mean? Like there's like three or four people may have had that call sign. And then you're like the thing in the book. I could, Shawnee, I thought you died. Charlie, I thought, no, 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 I got it. Name's Christian, uh, you know. Uh, so that's a little, you know, I'm like, ah, yeah, that pick be, up somebody else's call. That would other, be weird. On the other end, we know DJ, he's, he's with us here. He picked up his grandfather's call sign, which I think is super cool. That's something else entirely. Completely different different Wait. scenario. Uh, let's see. Um, Mark says he only thinks about changing during contests. Cause it's a it's a mouthful <laughs> to him. What's his call sign? He didn't put it down. What's your call, Mark? We'll come back to it. Um, D Wispy says I got lucky with my call. He's Kilo India Five, Shy Sierra Hotel Yankee. I'm never changing that one. I like that too. If only there was like some ham radio like adult place. <laughs> like, hey girl, <laughs> I'm Ki Five Shy. He'd have all the ladies. Let's see here. Uh, Frank says, I was KD7 Papa, golf Papa. I like mine now. Uh, let's see. That's what he is. Kilo 7 Papa, golf Papa. Um, let's see. What's Greg saying here? I kept my old call for a long time. I went for a short one once. I got my extra. I was never really active with my old call, so it seemed like a good chance for a fresh start. Yeah, I think that's cool. Gotcha. He's KC8 uh, BGC. All yeah, that'd right. be a good good time to make a change. I had, I had become much more active um, with the, my original call, and that, that factored into me not, not changing it. James says, my dad wants me to take his call sign when he dies, Whiskey 2 November Zulu Hotel, but I kind of like mine. KG5 LTL. Yeah, a little bit of uh that's a tough one. I like both of those call signs and I totally get it. You know, I don't I don't know what'll ever happen to mine. I imagine somebody will it'll get reissued unless uh one of my girls decide they're gonna do it. And they might. They might decide at some point they would uh want to do it. 
they're around me and an amateur radio enough to uh, to be exposed to it. Uh, so yeah, that's where we are. Uh, let's see, Mark Kidd. He's a whiskey f- Mike Nine Kilo. His original was Kilo Delta Nine Lima Tango Foxtrot. So it's all good. I think it depends on what your goals are. You know what you want to do, and uh, if you're into Morse code and you want to uh, get a shorter one because you want to move quicker in the contest. Some people just have some ones that they're issued that are really tough, and I haven't had the heart to say anything. I've heard, I've heard guys and ops on the radio talk about, you know, like really difficult. Yeah, hey, it's Billy here, my uh, Kilo Golf Zulu, you know, whatever, and it's uh, super hard. And uh, the ops will come back and be like, "Yeah, that's a mouthful." I got you Zulu Sierras. I don't have the heart to tell anyone, man. And when they upgrade, I'll get a note from uh, somebody with their 100 watt ID saying, you know, I upgraded, changed my car. Like it's cool, man. Whatever you dig, I dig. I'm going with you that. You do you. You do you. You do you, man. Todd says, I'll never change mine. He's November 3, Papa, Kilo, Juliet. And there. And that's. Uh, all he's got to say about that. <laughs> All right, brothers and sisters, we're moving right along. What's moving that right noise? along. I think it's time to see that there are no more ham fest. Let's go. Well, you would be correct. I could <laughs> not find a single couldn't find a single ham fest happening this coming weekend. Well, looky looky there. Ding, ding, How about ding, that? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I know there's a bunch of like breakfast, Saturday breakfasts and all those are happening around me, but no more ham fest until next year. And there's one uh, not too far from here in uh, Illinois. It's the uh, St. Louis and Suburban Radio Club. They do it every year and thank goodness they're back to live action again. So I'm going to try to escape and go over. I think it's like the second or third week of January, but I'll, I'll let you know. I'll post it. In our events tab. So if you've got a club or that has a gathering, let us know. You can share it in the events channel on the Discord server or drop us a line. The contact information is provided in the description. And hey, if you're looking for a power solution, check out BioNO Power, offering the best lithium phosphate batteries for your ham radios. Visit BioNOPower.com. That's B I O E N N O Power. Dot com. All right. There you go. Just getting a little jammy jam. A little jammy jam on. All right, this is the portion of uh, when we normally... Okay. Oh, that ends uh, so hard. Uh, stop it. Stop it. I pushed the wrong button. I'm not going to lie. I'm <laughs> not going to try to tell you I did that something right. That was all wrong. Usually we take a slew of questions right now with Sidecar Steve being mm. out. We'll wait. Scotty and I have had uh, some news... Uh, coming across this week we can talk about and uh, bring you in the conversation as well. And uh, we got a report from WRTH, that's a World Radio TV handbook, and Mike Terry reports that WTWW has uh, signed off the air for the last time. They're a shortwave radio station and a lot of power, too. I remember I'll tell you a little story about them in a minute. They've got plans to continue... Uh, to provide programming, but instead they're going to do it over the internet. The station operator, Ted Randall, you guys remember Ted, a Whiskey Bravo 8, Papa United Mike. He cited difficulties 
in meeting the station's ongoing expenses. And what I had, what I heard now, I heard through the grapevine. I don't know if it's true, and I'm not in his playbook. But we need music for him. <laughs> 15K a month. That's what Ouch. I heard. 15K a month. Now, that could be just somebody guessing there. But you know what? If you think about it, the tubes, the things that need to go up on that tower, keeping that uh, transmitter going on a... I don't know. I can't remember how many uh, watts they are, but it's a big stick signal. Hundred thousand watts or something. Something, something like that. And it's based in Tennessee. WTWW uh, had a wide range of programming. They were at uh, five point eight three megahertz, along with music, amateur radio content on fifty eighty five. The station was among many of the broadcasting programming uh, directed toward uh, Ukraine following the invasion of Russia earlier this year. The station went on the air in 2010 and uh, is currently on WRMI. Now, years ago, and that what a great service that Ted has put together because I think his son worked there and I would go down to Xenia or Dayton, whenever, where it was, and being a radio guy myself broadcast side i just sit and watch him like i would sit and watch like they would have people come sit in the chair and he's talking he's doing a live show going out like that's cool man that's cool (laughs) i finally met him i met him um through a telephone call i don't even know how it all came about but it was you know he was asking questions about me he had heard some things about me, right? And I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. I wish you say, Woo! nope, nothing <laughs> like that, nothing like that. But it was like, you know, <clears throat> this person said this, and this wasn't, you know, this. These stories get around, but nobody, you know, this is kind of what I do. And here I am. If you are around this, you might be able to talk. And I'm like, okay, tell me what you heard. So anyway, he goes on, talks about it, but he's talking about the expense too of that station and what it cost and 100 watts and a wire ran on that um station for a while i would just kind of send them the file and it would just kind of play and i never really followed up on it i was sending it to them for a while and then i was like is anybody even hearing that thing and it wasn't for a lack of like their signal because they were really boasting that they could hit four corners of the earth you know and i'm like well that sounds good to me and <laughs> sure, sure. And then it wasn't being played anymore. And I was like, okay, I, I don't know. And we had some other shortwave station in Maine, I think. And uh, they agreed to play the show. And I was like, that sounds cool. So we were kind of on shortwave radio for a while. And it sounded good coming across the radio. And then uh, the dude asked me for money. Uh, in on the East Coast. And I was like, what you talking about, Willis? You know, I'm like, nah, I don't have any money, man. And it was like a, like a pay to play. <laughs> He's like, you pay for the time. I said, nah, man, I, that, that isn't how it, uh, it went. I talked to somebody and somebody and uh, just send you the file. I've been doing that for months. <laughs> and uh, like, that's how we broke up. <laughs> I was like, oh, you thought I was supposed to pay? Wah, like he wah. came back for like money. He was like, yeah, you ain't paid for months. I'm like, I ain't never you off. Let me let me tell you, take me off the list because uh, I ain't never You're paying that. That was never the deal. So anyway, that's how that went down. But uh, thanks to Ted, I think any any time you're putting out 
thousands of dollars a month. I mean, you know, it's hard enough to keep the lights on here. You know, that's the thing. You know, we got to be community supported. But to keep the uh, the things on that tower, to keep that radio station, and I dream of having an AM radio station, you know, but the reality of that is, is that you could get one, buy it, but keeping it on the air and keeping that signal going, that's a whole different thing, man. And who's going to get up there and change that, do whatever and fix it? I don't know, sidecar, I guess. I guess sidecar. Hook your Drake it. up to the to the tower, and here you go. We get we're getting oh, out now. Yeah, we're just doing this now, you know. But I dream of playing music on the radio, but man, not at that cost as the owner. If that number is true, fifteen k is an awful lot of money to have to pay out, and then to make any more money on top of that. But uh, I believe they went on the air in twenty ten. Is the information I came back with, and I can only say thanks, man. What you've done is you've You've promoted radio, you've promoted ham radio for a long time, and I hope you figure it out on WRMI. So you also found this story this week about a ham radio operator, old Ed Lawson, I say Mm -hmm. old with love, just like O-L-E, he got lost in the woods walking his dog this week, and um, because he had his HT in his hand, uh, he ended up getting a call out because I think his phone died. Is that right, Scotty? What do you know about this story? Yeah, I was reading the, reading the article. He has, um, he went out uh, for a walk um, in uh, with his dog in an area that he was very familiar with, have uh, some, some hiking trails in the wooded area around his, around his property. And um, you know, him and the dog were feeling frisky, and they decided to uh, go off the beaten path a little bit. Um, and uh, apparently there was a, a there was a, a, a logging road or something that he would have to kind of, kind of cut through to get to um, to that path. And that was that was going to be his his landmark to, uh, to to figure out where he was. But then when he he got there, he realized that the the, lo- the logging company had come through and, and cleared the whole area out. So his landmark was was gone. And uh, and then he didn't know which uh, which way he needed to go. So he, uh, in the article, they said he, he said he pulled out his phone to, to call his wife and uh, his battery was dead on the on the phone it was you know didn't have any any uh any power left couldn't get the call out and uh but he had his uh his trusty hd with him and um the area where he lives recently um um but the radio radio club in the area uh talked to talked this um i forget the name of the, the the place um but it was a recreation area and they they got worked out a thing where they got a a repeater tower put up um, because the recreation area wanted to have a tower to the, so they could do microwave communications around their thing. So they came to an agreement where, you know, we're going to put this tower up for our thing and, and you guys can have your repeater antenna on our tower as well. So that just went up fairly recently. So he was able to get out on his HT to the repeater and get a hold of uh, somebody who then got in touch with his wife. And she was able to call 911 and they uh, did a little search and rescue and, and finally found him. That's the, uh, in 2017, Gunstock Mountain Resort, they installed the tower, and um, yeah, man, sun went down, he was off the trail, and Dog was like, hey, man, do you know which way we're going or what? Because uh, I, I, I just smell like dinner, man, and yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, that's a good, we hear stories like this. Thank goodness he had this because the phone failed him. You know, the battery life drained. I don't know how you guys are, but I'm a little obsessive with it. You know, I don't I don't like to see my battery on my phone go down past half. Sometimes it does. 
my wife, other people I know, sometimes they'll let it go. I got, you know, 5%. I'm like, ooh, that makes me nervous. It's like having less than like a quarter tank of gas in the car for me. But uh, yeah, a friend here got lost. He, uh, his phone was uh, no good. And luckily, I didn't catch his call sign. Unfortunately, they didn't put that in the article. I wish. No, they, they didn't mention it. Wish, uh, and uh, safe to say, Mr. Lawson's wife beat his ass. So I'm sure that part got left out of there, too. You, I'm sure she scared the bejesus out of him in return for that. So that was uh, interesting. Gunstock Mountain Resort, uh, they put that up there, and ham radio operators uh, have access to the tower. The signal, he got out and was saved. He didn't have to stay out there, and the dog was indeed hungry. And, uh, you know, it could have been worse. Could have been worse. Yeah. It could have been a no, lot totally. worse. That's a, uh, that classic, uh, you know, ham radio saves the day sort of scenario that uh, that you always see people uh, writing about. He didn't pack a day yeah. bag. You know, he didn't have that. He, he's, he, he admitted, you know, he was basically, yeah, he was saved. He saved himself in a way by carrying this radio. But he kind of fell short. Like, he didn't take his day bag. He probably didn't take any food. He may not have had enough water. The dog was definitely like, man, come on, let's turn around. Hungry. Dude, what's wrong? I'm going to eat you in a minute. Come on now. Uh, so, you know, in this time of year, it's, you know, you can just got to be real careful out there. We're talking about snow. You know, the uh, the whole preparedness angle comes up. I'm like, yeah, what would I have taken out there on the hike? And you, he probably thought I've done this many times. Let's go. You know, scenery changes. He got a couple of twists in the thing, and he's a uh, he's kind of ass out there, lost. Uh, but look, uh, good news for him, he was found. Um, and now we're like just a few days from winter time, and I always shift on like there's so many great things that have come through. Like, you know, FEMA, love it or hate it, I don't know why you hate it. They do give you some good uh, advice. And the winter storm, I ended up breaking out. I got this from Uncle Paul. He sent it to me. And a thick stack of things for like, okay, when the storm comes and uh, okay, like, then this was the winter one. And, you know, I'm looking at it, how to, what to prepare and what you should take and, you know, survive, what, what to, uh, to plan for knowing. And I guess the joke is you need to have some toilet paper, some milk. We got bread. I've never seen so much French toast being made, except for when it snowed back in Baltimore. <laughs> My God. And here's the same, too. They're, they're not any different here. But, you know, and talk about maybe getting some gasoline in your car and being ready for, uh, several days without power. Start to think about that stuff as we creep into winter and the snowstorms start to come. And then once it does, you know, stay off the roads, uh, limit the time outside. So many people go to shovel the snow and they have these heart attacks. You know, you got to think about that. That's another thing. So uh, some good information from FEMA, how to stay safe uh, when the storms come. Tornadoes, hurricanes, they got all this sort of stuff. So there you go. All right, what else do we got, Scotty? We got to let them know about the uh, Sunday evening net that happens uh, immediately following the live recording of this old load of cobblers. Uh, we do yeah, a little live the... coverage. I got the link for that since it's be a different stream. I'll drop that in the chat for everybody to follow along over if they if they like. If you like, you can come and uh, check us out on uh, Zoom if you want to call in. Uh, it gets a little dicey here and after the big B BBC thing and the, the little man's penis. I'm I'm a little shell shocked with the Zoom bombing, so we'll do that over uh, in the fun place, which is called the Sunday Evening Net. 
Don't forget, look us up on Discord. Uh, we're on Facebook and we're on YouTube. Trying to meet you wherever uh, you are. We're also on TikTok. So each morning I get out there and I'll walk around and it's getting colder and colder and I'm bundled up doing my 60-second ham radio thought of the day. You're welcome to come over there. If I get to 1,000 on TikTok, I can live stream. I might do the live stream walks, maybe do some antenna work. It's different from in the studio. We have a long way to go, though. We did crack a couple of hundred. Uh, so that is cool. And uh, you're welcome to join us wherever you dig it. Some people don't like TikTok. Some people don't like YouTube, Google. Some don't like Facebook anymore. Mm, uh, Discord is kind of cool. We can kind of categorize what we're interested in and uh, put little channels and that sort of thing uh, people are cooking uh, eating taking pictures talking ham radio lots of times antenna work and all, all that. sorts of cool stuff over there on the discord it is good uh let's see uh dj asked i wonder if people in jersey are allowed to shovel their own snow because they can't pump their own <laughs> gas but <Ba-dum>, boom <laughs> nice a little shot there i think that's a shot that ought to get uncle paul going Shot's but that's fired been- He's probably heading for it. We also want to know what you're struggling with. If you have a topic that you would like us to um, explore with you and uh, for the greater uh, greater community, let us know. You can drop it in chat, drop us a line, let us know what you're struggling with, things you want to talk about. And um, just like something really simple like this. I found this in my box, and this is a uh, insulator, right? It's, in a, it's a Delta... Center like insulator. Yeah. Nice. And from what I remember, these are pretty good, but there's something in my mind that's telling me I thought this was bad uh, because something went wrong. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, why would anything be wrong with this? Something's wrong with you, child. And I'm like, huh? And I'm like, I got to test it. I'm thinking I'm going to test it because I think I probably made an antenna that didn't really do well with this thing. And maybe I didn't do something right. So I found a piece of gear and I'm like, yeah. Let me see if I can make something out of it. I'm just fiending for making another antenna, but uh, hanging I'm, it I'm, is not great. Yeah, I, I'm going to try to get my brother to uh, to let me uh, put up some double bazookas, some some big ones. Well, yeah. I obviously I can't do that here in the, in Ellicott City, but uh, he's got the uh, the space like for some for some 20 meter, 40 meter, 80 meter bazookas. And uh, maybe get some nice antennas, kind of semi permanently installed up at his place. So when we go, when I go up there for field day, and then uh, winter field day coming up, I can, uh, I can just tap right into uh, these uh, already these antennas that are just waiting, waiting for me to show up, or for Brian if he ever gets around to getting his general and stuff. So oh, this just in, uh, WA two JOE Pastor Joe says, "Hey DJ, I'll think <laughs> of you when you're pumping your gas in the rain." So there you go. I knew we'd get a little bit of, oh, they got a little territory. Uh, survey says that is correct. Okay. I feel like there's some, oh, yeah, because we're heading into uh, Christmas weekend, we will sort of, um, maybe I'll do a show during the week. I feel like maybe I'll do a couple of, I'm off. So this is really cool. And it's cold as hell. It's going to get colder. We're going to be like, you know, five degrees minus temperatures this week with snow on the ground. Be a good time to stay in. Build some antennas, make some plans, maybe get on the air, run some live streams. So look for those in our Discord and Facebook and our socials. I'll let you know when we go live. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, all that will be very helpful for us, and it'll let you know that uh, 
uh, when we're on the air. So uh, Merry Christmas. If you are celebrating Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. That kicked off tonight at sundown. My brother was uh, lighting up the menorah. and uh, Not the menorah. I said that earlier. I said it wrong. And my eight-year-old corrected me. I'm like, it's your accent, Dad. You said it wrong. I'm like, menorah. Yeah, I'm trying to get it out. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, my brother did that tonight with his kids and the dreidel and all the fun and the uh, chocolate coins. So a happy Hanukkah to all our friends. All right, stay tuned. Over most of these same stations, we will be giving you live coverage of the 100 Watts and Wire Sunday evening net. For now, for our friends who are listening on their commute, have a great a holiday break. I hope you have some time off. Stay tuned to us, and uh, we'll be streaming soon. Uh, let's hear some music. Uh, oh, Scotty, thank you for uh, listening to all this crap tonight I gave to you. At least we did not have to listen to Sidecar Steve, which is always pleasant. <laughs> Contractually, we are in negotiations. He's holding out for more jelly beans. From his second home and wherever he is. <laughs> a KC3 BXN73 and thank you sir we will uh we will catch up with you again real soon 73 Christian thanks man take care of yourselves everybody look after each other in this wild wild world have a great holiday break merry christmas to everyone happy hanukkah and by all means if you can please try and stay above the noise we'll see you again next time to join the 100 watts in a wire community visit 100wattsinawire.com